Cool. Hey, uh, wow. Welcome to Ancient New. We have a fun day today. Long time listener, first time caller. This is surreal to me. <laughs> you've heard you've heard him spoken about often on this show. Our creative content director. Yeah, we retired, Rick. sort of. <laughs> there used to be a, a time period where every week yeah. we posted a photo of like a. It was basically like a. Yeah, why summary did we, why did I get away from that? I don't know. Maybe we'll, we're gonna bring back. it back now. <laughs> basically, like a a movie poster of what the episode would. Yeah, be. that's the best way. That was so right. fun. Yeah. All right, I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> Rehired. <laughs> we'll start out the uh, the auto drafts real soon. Yeah. Get those direct deposits yeah. really quickly. <laughs> I need the money. Uh, Lee, Lee this week is, y'all may, if you listen to the show, you, you may or may not know this, but Lee is a musician who writes a lot of things and he is currently holed up in uh, a studio somewhere in Knoxville, undisclosed location in Solway in Mark Vallis' basement. Making magic. Making our choir music. He writes choir music. People may not know that. Note for note, word for word. It's incredible. It's incredible. And it's new every year. Every year. It's original. Twice a year too, right? Yes. Easter and Christmas choir. It's incredible. Yeah. So today at one o'clock, we have a meeting, and it'll probably be the first glimpse of that music, which I'm pretty stoked about to hear. Man, look at you. I will not be singing it. Because maybe I will. Baby number two is coming, and I'm gonna miss Christmas church. But we uh, just got back from Young Life Camp. Yeah, we did. Bob is. Yeah, I'm uh, Bob. By the yeah, way, you're gonna get Bob and Rob. Bob out Logan. Mouth. If you're listening yeah. to this, I may say Rob, I may say Bob. Yeah, I may say Bobby Pods. Whatever. I'll answer to it. Um, he'll he he's he's a a realtor extraordinaire, uh, Young Life leader and. and and one of our best friends and he's a long time listener of the show like I said yeah this is like I was saying at the top this is an honor I mean like you sent a, pri- a car to come pick me up and there's a production assistant who like offered me still or sparkling water like I'm I'm not used to such decadence it's, from a podcast it's like in a TV show like in the bear season one great season two you can tell the budget went up and that's chef. where we're at and say that Right, like, yeah, the budget's this gonna, is, We can send the black suburban this is to the get Cadillac right. of local podcasts. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, year year season one of doing this, we we would have just sent like a pedicab with a bike and a little little thing to yeah. pick you up. Now it's a suburban, right? Yeah. See, I I for those that don't know, I do a, the little dinkiest of college basketball podcasts with hey, another out there, man. It's yeah, gold thing. standard college basketball podcast. Here we go. I do it with. Uh, another friend of the show, the one who gets probably roasted the most, Austin White, Big Papa. We do a little podcast, and we just record it over Zoom because we're just two idiots who don't know how to do any of this. And so, I feel like I've been called up to the. Sh- I went from single A to up to the majors today. Well, I don't know if that's true, but you definitely should listen to the Gold Standard College Basketball Podcast. Yeah, you, new episodes have been dropping recently. Yeah, we're back for yeah. a second season. Yeah, if you if you like, just like the bear, <laughs> yeah, just like the bear. We're basically <laughs> the production value is the same though. We're basically the bear. We're basically the bear. Um, so we just had a, a weekend away at a Young Life camp. Yeah. Good time. Carolina Point. It was so fun. Solid trip. Fun trip. Good group of kids. Yeah, I'm sore. Um, a little tired and sleepy. Yeah. But it's so fun. High school guys are hilarious. Yeah. There's nothing like... like yeah. They're hilarious. They're hilarious. Like, they, watching them come back from 
having spent like $200 in the camp store after complaining how they don't have money is always hilarious and spending like $25 on jalapeno poppers in the, in the, you know, yeah. Yeah. High school guys. They're hilarious. It's a, it's a really fun trip. The gospel is well presented. You're at a beautiful place. About as pretty as I've ever seen the, the, Oh my gosh. It was gorgeous. Peak, peak leaf. Um, but no matter what, there's nothing like hopping off the bus, Mm -hmm. unlocking your car. I'm just home. I'm happy. Sitting down in your car, turning the keys to the ignition of your car, Mm -hmm. driving away in your car, in your car, and getting getting back home in your car. Yeah, that happened for most of us. It happened. It happened for most of us. All but one. All but one of our young life leaders did not get back in their own car and drive away. Why was that, Rob? Well, the usual uh, person who would be talking into this mic, Lee Younger, got off the bus and immediately was frantically patting his pockets and thighs and and scoured the whole bus, Everywhere. the parking lot, <laughs> his bags, no car keys. They were in North Carolina. They were in North They're- Carolina. And you may be like, wow, that just, that stinks for him. And yes, it does. But also, certainly, can I just say, say it, baby. nobody has given more crap for people losing their keys and nobody has received more crap for losing their keys than myself. Exactly. Lee once had an entire TV show on his Instagram devoted to where I would leave my oh, yeah. keys. I'll never forget you eating... You were sitting at one end of a very long table at Gaia Loco, and he was taking a video of you, and then he slowly pans to the far opposite end of the table, and your keys are just like sitting under a bowl of chips, and it's like, will Thomas find these keys? It's, I mean, it's a thing for you. It is. You leave your keys somewhere. It's fine. Have you ever left your keys in another state, though? No, I never have done that. Mm. Um, I, I definitely have not left them in such an urgent manner as what that was. You know, when you go to Young Life Camp as a Young Life Leader, you sleep a combined six hours on a weekend like that. Oh, yeah. And oh, I'm yeah. serious. You have a great time, but you are extremely ready to get in your own car and drive away, be by yourself, and go to sleep. Especially so Is Lee. it fair to say Lee didn't have all his, what's what's the word, faculties, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get, you don't get a lot of sleep. Yeah. You're crammed into a bus with stinky high schoolers. That's right. We love them dearly. So, One kid got a whole rotisserie chicken yeah. <laughs> and ate it on the bus on the way back. I would think that that's and your word sneak, but it actually happened. So. No, <laughs> it did happen. It uh, did happen. Shout out Ray Ray. Yeah, we love you. Shout out Ray Ray. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, it definitely is fair to say he didn't have all his faculties. I don't know why that would mean I'm going to take my keys out of wherever I keep them because I know for myself there's a special pocket on my backpack that I'm going to put my keys in the moment we get on the bus. I'm not going to touch them. I'm not going to look in there again. There's no reason to. It's literally in my key pocket. For some reason, Lee took them out and left them at camp. I left my keys at home with my wife. That was smart. It was wise. You had a plan. I did. You I have a question for you regarding these keys. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of a running bit. You've left your keys certain places. You've left them in my house before. Would you say, though, that the... Lee has in one in one mistake, one misstep, he has lapsed you in 
in in terms of the dis the cumulative distance that you have been away from your keys, yeah. he's lapsed in one misstep. One hundred percent. He's now he has the crown. Yeah. <laughs> He's the lost the key crown. He's the the long distance champion of losing. His yeah. Keys. If you wow. if you summed up the total of miles, got to be a record. Lost keys. It's nowhere near the amount that he was away from his. Not keys. even close. No, he's had to get overnighted in order. I, that's never happened. That's never happened to you. I, Rob has driven them back to my house, which yeah. is at the time I think was probably half a mile away. Five minutes. Yeah. We not overnighted. Not not three and a half hours across. Uh, we didn't need postage. The, con- the Eastern Continental Divide, and uh, through the woods and over to the hills to grandmother's house. He did. Th- that's never happened to me. But yeah, Lee, I think you 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 can feel good about yourself. I feel great about myself. I feel even greater knowing that the next time I lose my keys, he's gonna feel more empathetic. He yeah. never has. Yeah. He 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 really can't roast you ever again. No. There's or he bit, can. Bit is dead. But he has to know that. Coming right around, you've, you're bringing a haymaker. Every, of, <laughs> hey, remember Carolina Point? Everybody's susceptible to losing their keys. Yeah, everybody. But not I don't know that I ever have. At Young Life Camp, but yeah, I, I you won't just set yourself up. Right I now. won't hold my breath. You you just set yourself up for a gigantic Italy key. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I really did. <laughs> Rob's going to Italy this summer. And yeah, not to brag. His no, no, just humble brag, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a humble brag. Um, and you should brag about going to Italy. I'm really excited. There's two people in this room right now. Neither have been to Italy, and one is going, and it's not me. Yeah. So you should brag. Can I leave my keys with you, please? It's <laughs> <laughs> safe. Welcome to Ancient and New. Welcome. Yeah. Diaper Dandy Bob onto the show. I'm here. Yeah. I, it's just, it really is surreal. Yeah. We're just sitting in our mid-century modern-themed basement. Yeah. 103 Chatham. Um, and we're just, we're ready to throw down some some scripture and some thoughts yeah. about scripture. Some it's what we do. If you've never listened to our show, you you just heard what every first 10 minutes is like. And then we have about 18 minutes of talking about the word of God. So do you want to take us there? I would be honored to. Where are we going? We are going to the book of Matthew, chapter 7. Okay. And I'm going to read verses 13 and 14. Let's go. Okay. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. Mm. So this, these two verses are like, I know the, the whole the whole Bible is for me and is for us and has, is, you can find goodies ever, all throughout it. Yeah. This is one of those couple verses that like, I need it tattooed on me. Mm, okay. I, I need it like, it means a lot to me because I am someone who my natural way of things is I like things to be easy and I like things to, I like the bar to be low. I like, um, not having to exert myself very much. Um, yeah, I, I like to be safe and I like to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. That's like my, if everything could be that way naturally, I would just be so, so happy. Right. 
but traditionally, like, man, that never leads, as it says here, to life for me. And and I can really go down a, a dark path quick when I yeah. get too lazy and comfortable. And um, all the times in my life that I have felt a, a closeness in my relationship with the Lord is when I'm choosing the narrow gateway, AKA mm. the, 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 I'm choosing Jesus. I'm choosing right. um, to live my life the way it looks like mm. when you're trying to follow Jesus. And I, I just, if I read this every, every day, it would behoove me mm. because I, I, when I'm challenged and when I'm really having to, you know, lean on the Lord, that's, that's where, I, where we want to be, baby. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that you pointed out the scripture and I think, um, there's, a, there's a lot of things that it kind of like points my heart towards. And I mean, just off the bat, I'm thinking like just in general in my life, if it's completely frictionless and I don't mean this in like a, um, I don't mean this in like, oh, it's been a pretty easy, peaceful season. I don't mean that. But I mean like if it really if, – if I'm only thinking of myself, if I'm only doing things that I love, if I'm only doing um, – or if I'm I'm never out of my comfort zone at all, if I'm never mm-hmm. – um, and, and I mean this over probably a, a, a longer period of time than what I'm uh, maybe properly um, describing. I don't mean like, oh, we've ha- I've had a great season of – peace and comfort and a lot of laughter and a lot. It's not, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if I, uh, if I'm looking around myself and I'm only surrounded by, uh, people who look, act, think, speak like me. Totally. If, um, if everything's cushy always, if I'm never at any point feeling like I need to ask the Lord for help, I think that's kind of what I'm boiling it down to. Totally. Um, it, it's just, I'm probably not where I need to be. And a hundred percent. I think that's probably a, a, a fair and safe thing to say because we live a faith that is one that is, um, requires us to be needy and to ask totally. the Lord for help. We're not promised that things are going to be easy. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, this, this kind of points directly opposite of that, right? Like hundred percent. Uh, if, if you think about this, like, um, like if you honestly lay it out and you look at it, what's being described here, um, this is funny because I've, this is, I've never been, I'm, I'm, I'm good at some things. This is a really weird thing that I'm not good at that. No one would really know. There's no reason to know it, but I'm not good at hopping fences. Like I, oh, <laughs> it's, it's exactly, it's like, you, there's no reason why you should judge yourself if you, but I've never been, I always get rim rocked and I'm stuck. And multiple times I've tried to jump a fence and my shirts got caught and it's ripped off me. Like, yeah, I, I feel, I've. There's a lot of things that you and I see eye to eye on, and I think it makes us great friends. I I just feel I feel a kinship with you right now. <laughs> no, I would never have called myself, I, and I don't call myself graceful, right? In in at least in physical move, movement, sure. So yeah, I'm not really built to hop fences. No, it's not. It's not. It's not on my skill set. Um, and you may be saying, Thomas, why are you hopping so many fences? I don't know. I don't know why I put myself in that situation a lot, but I will always choose the path of least resistance, even if it means I have to walk an extra 
like, mm. you know, hundred feet out of the way. Um, one thing I love about this is it, like, if you, if you really picture it, like, um, if you are somebody who is on a walk through a narrow, a narrow passage, it's rare that you're not going to need help along the way, whether that's, um, you go through an area that's dark and you need some light or you need somebody who's a little bit ahead of you to turn around and say, Hey, heads up. There's a branch that's about to hit you in the face. For some reason, this is always in the woods in my mind. I don't know if that's true. No, I like this. Um, or, Hey, I need you to help me step over this thing or whatever. Like I, I just am, I'm, I'm currently visualizing times when I've been on like a hike in the woods. And if I'm by myself, you know, I may make it, but if it's a, if it's a longer, more tough one, which I think this is kind of what this is describing. Yeah. It, I've always needed help. I've always needed somebody to, to help guide me, to help lead me to um help me get over a thing to go under a thing to go around a thing i you know i loved i loved the image that you just put into my mind of like if the path is truly narrow and the gate is truly narrow it one could imagine that that leaves no room for someone else to like be standing next to you Mm. and therefore therefore like well that means lord i've got you and i need you because i got no one else standing beside me Mm that can walk, you know, that can really help me get along this path. But right. you, right. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Cool, dude. Glad you pointed that one out. We're going to go to uh second Timothy now. Um, I think second Timothy one is where I was at. This caught my eye this morning and, um, it's kind of in, uh, I, I well, th- first of all, I think if you're somebody who's grown up in church and, just been around the scriptures a lot. This is my case. I don't want to speak for everybody, but I know there's been times in my life where, um, the Bible has just been like, it's just been the Bible, which is awesome. And it's really helpful. But what I mean by that is it loses the like, like humanity piece of it a little bit. And I, I, I need that could be, uh, someone could clip that and really, (laughs) really mess up, uh, make me a heretic. But what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying is like, the I think I think it's a really common thing in in Christianity for people to say, "Well, I'm nothing. God just uses me." And I think it's mm. really cool that the Lord actually uses people and their skill sets and who they are to do really cool things. It's not just like, "Well, I'm just like a an empty thing that is puppeted around." Like it's like, "No, the Lord created you and you have skill sets mm-hmm. and it's really cool." Mm-hmm. And there's people and there's humans involved in the whole story of this. And um, I always love it when you get moments of like just like, oh yeah, like Paul was a real dude. He he wasn't this just this like historical figure who who is only talked about in scriptures and like it's like no, he he sat down and he hand wrote a letter to or he he Yeah. He'd tell a straight or he you know, dictated a letter for someone else to write to someone else who was real. And uh mm-hmm. Timothy's somebody who I really track with. Um and I think yeah. he's really cool and um I, it feels like somebody who a, a guy who really cared for and really expected and wanted help from people who were yeah. older and further along than him. And I love that. And that's something that I hope to be like, but, um, Paul loved Timothy so much. And there's mm. some, you know, if you, if you were to start in second Timothy and read a little bit, you would see like Paul says, I was just, I, I constantly am praying for you. I can't stop. And yeah. I remember how you, you know, you were weeping for me and just like, 
Uh, he calls him his beloved child. Yes, yes. There's another. There's another place in. Uh, is it man? Is it in? Is it the end of First Timothy or the end of Second? I think it's the end of Second Timothy, where uh, he's like, "Hey, bring my coat when you come." And there's another place. Mm-hmm. I think it's in the end of First Timothy where he talks about like, "Hey." You're drinking a lot of water and that's great, but you have a tummy thing, so drink some wine. It's going to help you. And it's just like, oh yeah, there's some really yeah, y'all are so friends sweet. and you're yeah, sweet and buddies. the Lord used your you know, there's there's some really cool stuff in here and so uh, where I'm I'm going to pick up in in chapter in verse 8 here of chapter 1 and uh it's just kind of in the big grandiose thing which this is going to cover, which I'm excited about. Like how the narrative of this is definitely uh, in the will of God. And it's, you know, it's, it's the story God's telling and it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's all been a plan the whole time. And he's definitely used people though, which I think is really cool. So I think it's all encompassed in that, which I'm excited Mm -hmm. about. Uh, so do not be ashamed. This is, this is Paul writing to me. Do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me as prisoner, rather join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of our own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time, but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our, our savior. Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. And of this gospel, I was appointed a herald and an apostle and a teacher. Um, this, this little thing is really interesting here. Um, there's a part I didn't read where uh, Paul is imploring um, Timothy to, to fan into flame the gift of God, um, mm. which I think is really cool. And then he picks up and is like, hey, don't be ashamed of of this message. Don't be ashamed of what's happening to me. Cause you know, Paul was a dude who often found himself in tough situations. And my guess is if we were to go back to what you talked about, he was somebody who, who followed the narrow road, oh, yeah, which, man. you know, like, you know, may not mean for us that we're going to be in prison or we're going to be shipwrecked no. or whatever. No. It may though, just to be, just to be upfront. It may. Yeah. Who um, knows? But it, I, you, I always get the sense from Paul that, he is often in hardships and he's often finding ways to be encouraged through those. And I Mm. think if I had to, like if, if he and I like had a conversation today, I think I would, I think we would realize like he was somebody who was a master and was really good at, at having fun. I think he would have to be because how hard his life was. He had to find ways to do it. Um, but there's something really cool here that I think is another little, and I think I've found this out in reading through um, Paul's letters, just that he had, because of who he was and what he was going through, he had to find secrets. And he uses the word mystery a lot, which is really cool. Just the, the idea of this word meaning like something that can only be revealed through Jesus. Like wow, the, yeah. only, the only insight you can have on it is through, is through the Lord. Um, and there's one thing here that I think unlocked a thing for me. It was the idea that, uh, where do you, where do you write that? Oh, uh, uh, he has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. When I, you know, not because we were holy and awesome and followed all the rules and all the stuff, but because of his own purpose and grace, this grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time right there. I, wow. Like, I don't know what that does for anybody listening to this or or um, who reads that for themselves, but for me to think about how this has all been the thing from the beginning of time. This has not been some some little like 
entry ramp along the highway of of the story of the Israelites and God in like, oh, I got to, you know, we got to add this thing along the way, just the idea of grace and Christ. It, it, no, this is from the start of this whole thing. It's been the plan. Um, mm. From the start of this whole thing, I've been in his mind. You've been in his mind. Um, as followers of Jesus, we have been people who he has thought of and known of the whole time. Yes. We've been on his heart, which I, I just, for me, if I think about Paul and the life that he walked through and the struggles that he went through, I think one of his little secrets would have been recollecting and remembering the fact that like this has been the plan the whole time and mm. it helps me. And I, I it, as I read this and I've thought about it, it helps me to think about that in my life just to in, in good times and bad times to remember, okay, the whole time, the whole, the plan has been in place. The, and, yeah. and the whole time grace has been the thing that's going to be doing it for me. Mm. Therefore, um, like I need to, I just need to chew on that every once in a while to think about like, this isn't new. This isn't something that, uh, the Lord added along the way. He has carefully been in charge the whole time and the whole time he's been thinking about me. Yes. Oh man. I think that's so cool. I like you, you brought to my mind. It was what the old, um, podcast that Tom used to do the water tower, the, the water tower. Yeah. Yes. I'll ne- it might have been the very first one. I-, I can't remember which one it was. It changed my life the first time I heard it. When he talked about The Carpenter. Yeah, season one. So good. Oh, my gosh. The the idea of the Lord, um, it, I mean, just Tom going through the, the specifics of what a carpenter does when he makes mm. a, some kind of a piece of anything from wood, a, a piece of art or a piece of furniture or like... The idea that you and me and all of us were la- were picked out of a piece of a wood pile mm. and crafted and sanded and edged and and cut just so yeah for his glory for his purpose mm. and it was that way all along like yeah. uh, that changed my life the the first time I heard Tom describe that um, it's so beautiful and it's so like kind that the Lord would include us in in that and and each of us specifically in his own purpose yeah i think that's so cool yes that's so tasty Mm. i think it's something that um i think i find myself just in working with high schoolers uh a verse that i love to show them is the thing in ephesians i think it's 210 where he talks about how we're we're god's handiwork Mm. and it, that word, the the Greek word is poema, which is really cool. It's just like you're say it again. That's poema, like poem. Oh, artwork. Cool. Like you're you're a thing Never that he is that. meticulously writing and crafting, and yeah. he's not done with it. And he's just that he's at work with it, which is really cool. That and is just so to cool. Take a moment every once in a while. I mean, I just sometimes you I read something in scripture, and I'll tell myself if I remember this every day, what would it do for me? If I started my day here mm. and just say it say you know just told myself over and over again like uh you know the grace that was given us in christ jesus was given before the beginning of time like this has been a plan the whole time it's been it's it's been in play the whole time he's been in charge the whole time and i am his i'm his poem that he's crafting and working on and i'm his 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 piece of wood that he's Mm -hmm. carving and Mm -hmm. um there's a there's this like quirky 
really cheeky, funny dude I follow. He makes little, I don't know if they're TikToks or Instagram reels or both. I don't know what the difference is. I just know that I have Instagram, which is Boomer I think, TikTok. I think they say, yeah, it's they're the same thing. Reels just happen like two weeks later. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I'm always, I'll show Maddie something and she's always like, I saw that two weeks ago. Cool. Yeah. But there's a guy who lives out in, uh, somewhere in the desert ish area, maybe in like Utah or, or Arizona or something. And he's a, he's a carpenter and he also like lives off the land kind of stuff. Like he's really good at like, Oh, this plant has these fruits that I can make this thing with. But in order to make this thing, I need a tool and I'm just going to use the wood from that thing to make the tool. And then it'll show him like, crafting but oh, it's like wow but it's really if you watch it 60 seconds like gathered you know the juniper berries i need to make a spoon specifically stir this so i'm gonna craft a, a spoon that has a knife on one side and a spoon on the other side <laughs> out of juniper and it's 60 seconds and he does this whole thing and then he's got a tea of juniper that he made or whatever it, it, he's funny i really i just yeah. really like watching him but if i had to guess that video took days yes yes it took probably multiple attempts at the thing that he made and it was really hard and really thought out and there was really precise sure yeah then he got the thing he wanted and it was done and it was polished and it was exactly what he wanted and we're not some 60 second tiktok Mm, we're getting that's good we're getting massaged and worked and and crafted and all this stuff but that's encouraging you're encouraging oh you know what else is encouraging Tell me. Being 18 of 21 for over 200 yards in an away <laughs> game and winning. Yeah, you go into the the enemy's house and just take whatever you want. Yeah, just leave. I'm just going to walk in and take what I want. Uh, and, you know, the, what if you walked into Kroger right now and you walked out with Kroger or Kroger Field? Oh, that's what I meant to say. Oh, <laughs> You just <laughs> looted the shelves of everything. <laughs> Man. Do you can you imagine? It's like somebody within the athletic department of Kentucky decided, you know what, the checkerboards are a little bit too much. But then somebody was like, uh but we gotta keep part of it. So they made the goalpost pads checkerboarded. They did? Yeah, you didn't see that? No. Yeah, it was like we can't l- completely let go of being the little brother. Just so we're shameful. just gonna hold on to it a little bit. It's just shameful. No, I think the majority of the yucks that I was having about it was the fact that from from some sources that were at the game, uh, Kentucky had, had must have a big budget towards fog machines. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I heard from someone at the game that during the national anthem they had a flyover. Okay. Which is normal at yeah. most, you know, big football games. Yeah. You couldn't see the plane fly over because the smoke and the fog was so heavy from their smoke machines from their entrance. Did you did you it's watch beautiful. it's just I love it. I mean the start of the fourth quarter I guess it was Jesse Palmer was like, How the heck are they seeing the football right now? It was hysterical. <laughs> Incredible. You could barely see it on TV. Man, but also like nah, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I'm just not going to say it. It would have been too far. Oh. I have to I have to somewhat take it a little easy right now because the the person specifically that we're roasting, I sometime this week I'm going to get on and do a podcast with him yeah. and probably talk about this again. Well, thankfully he won't hear this. Well, maybe y'all should record tonight cuz this comes out tomorrow. Oh, that's that right? a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. We're, we're, we'll we'll talk more basketball than football, so yeah. usually he can 
dunk on us there a little. That's, well, well, I don't know about that. Go balls, go, go balls. bars, go yeah. down with Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, go so, fog machines. Go fog machines. Also, go ancient new. I'm I'm Thomas. I'm Rob. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Thanks for having me. See you next time. My name's Alvaro and I'd love to run Under this Bolivian desert sun Well, I'm nine years old now, but soon I'll be ten And I just can't wait until then My mama works as a farmer sometimes Gives us mostly potatoes and rice She works so hard just to make a life here On four hundred dollars a Cars and a fridge